Okay, this is the Police School Podcast, and today this is another episode of our Formula One section. We're going to be talking about the Mexico Grand Prix, and we'll be talking about our main topic today, as Verstappen looks likely to win the championship. Do we believe Verstappen will win the championship, and what does that mean for Lewis Hamilton, and et cetera, et cetera. So first I'll start off with you, Shadi. What do you think of the race, and give us your opinions, and who was your driver today as well? Hello, Shane. Thank you for having me. Well, course, course. from qualifying, I knew something was wrong because remember in the second qualifying, or was it the third one? Where, it was uh, the third one. Third one. No, because Lewis complained saying, oh, what? Red Bull are six-tenths ahead of us. I think it was a massive bluff because no way you go from going down six-tenths to uh, getting pulled one-two. Like, yes, it... Um, to Sonda going going at the track and uh, you know that unfortunate unfortunate moment happening maybe it did contribute to it but it was still I think they were bluffing and I think Max won uh, before the race. before you continue on that what did you think of the Sonoda incident I think it was all unfortunate because both of both of the Red Bulls were uh, were on provisional pole quote unquote even though like the, okay the the first sector it will always go to Mercedes. But the second and third, it's dominated by Red Bull. So they could have gotten Red Bull, uh, they could have gotten first and second. And mm-hmm. they told the B team to, you know, to get, get out of the way or else they will catch up with them. So it's perfectly understandable. But the way Tosanda went out of track, creating dust, blinding Paris, which also caused a chain reaction and, and a dominant effect and blinding Max. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, but I mean... <laughs> It happens. I guess people got really, really, really triggered, and Mercedes got cocky when uh, Horner said we got to Sundend, to Sundend, whatever he said. Then Mercedes commenting, "Oh, we we support you to Sund." I think it was a cocky mood, a cocky move. But I guess it's just one of those things. It mm-hmm. happened. Okay. I just wish yeah, I agree. I think more respect. That's all. More respect. Yeah, I think. I think Horner was a little... Uh, I didn't like how Horner handled the situation. I think throwing uh, Snowden under the bus wasn't the right move. I think especially as he is obviously one of the things for Red Bull, I think it doesn't bode well with his relationship with wanting... If he eventually wants to become part of Red Bull when the person who's over you is kind of just throw you under the bus. I understand the situation. I understand uh, in why he would be upset, but I think he... I understand you can be angry, but I think he should have at least had a little bit more better approach in terms of how he treats Sonoda in the situation based on the circumstances that I had. It was just unfortunate, man. It happens. Yeah. 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 I think the whole situation was just, it was just, like you said, it's an unfortunate situation. I don't think anyone was really in the wrong. I guess you could blame Sonoda most out of it, but at the end of the day, I think it was just an unfortunate situation. I don't think he intended to do anything to anyone. So it wasn't like anything too serious, but obviously, yeah, we go into the race and well, Butter started pole and in the first lap, he got hit by Daniel Ricciardo. So, what were your thoughts on that event? And obviously that kind of ruined Bottas' race as well as by some Mercedes <laughs> tactics as well. But yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, uh, Mercedes are cunts because they were blaming uh, Bottas, especially Lewis Hampton, because they because he didn't cover Max. Like, bro, like exactly. he's involved. He wants to be first. His job is not to be your slave. But either way, I think Max is super stark, beating also Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Hampton. Lewis is, um, it made him win 100% because take uh, leading from the first lap will definitely yeah. uh, 
give you the win because you know of the hot air, the dust, the chaos in the in, in, in the first uh, turn, as we saw. Turn up. Yep. And yep. It, I mean, again, it happens. It wasn't Ricardo's fault. Everyone just in this little gap. These things do happen, but. Uh, it proves my point even even further how Boris couldn't manage to pass Ricardo and still stayed 15th because of that hot air and because of dust. Yeah, and like I said, this is, a, this is a Red Bull track and rightfully so yeah. they dominated the whole sector. I think, except for the last lap because, you know, Boris pitted again for the fourth time. Mm-hmm. To try to get the final lap. Yeah. The one point even though it didn't really count. But I also want to say something. Did you notice the the cockiness and the shithouse that Max did. Basically, he slowed down on purpose to not let Boris get the, the the fast lap, I think, three laps before the end. And then there, oh, was, okay. there was a bit of drama between Max's uh, engineer and Max because engineer, the engineer was saying, you let him pass, but Max, is, but Max was refusing. So, so that's, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why they, that's why Mercedes pitted Boris again. So then... Oh, uh, to try to get the lap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah he could yeah, create yeah. space from Max because Max was actually slowing down to not give him the fast lap. So so then they'll have the time to be able to create that. Yeah. did a great job. As I said, it's a Red Bull track. I, I really wish Paris got second place. So he was the first Mexican to lead the Mexican Grand Prix. On the podium. Yeah, to and podium. to be on the podium as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, yeah. so so happy for him. And I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to even build on Paris, I think, I think obviously because we were talking about driver today, I think Paris was my driver today as well. Yeah, I think you would agree. Yeah, uh, obviously he was voted driver today, but I think yeah, he had a phenomenal drive. I think from start to finish, and he was very unlucky. I think uh, Lewis uh, last time had good uh, defense around him. I think he messed up. You know, off the first turn where he's braked, I think he braked too late, and that created a separation when he went for that final surge when he had the DRS. And I think yeah. by then it was too late for uh, him to pass Hamilton. But yeah, no, I agree. Obviously, him becoming the first Mexican to be on the podium, I think is a great thing. And like you said, Red Bull dominated the track. I think once Ham- uh, Verstappen, obviously Verstappen, that first overtake was very key, like you said, to the overall race. And it's the reason why he won the overall race. And I think even at the start, you thought maybe Hamilton would have made this because the gap wasn't too far. But as time, it just kept growing and growing. And then even the gap between Hamilton and Perez was getting smaller and smaller. So I think it was yeah. shown that this was just a Red Bull dominant uh, track. I honestly thought Mercedes would, would be first and second after the first turn because, like I said, you know, the Mercedes are way faster in the straight line compared to the, the Red Bull corners. Yeah. But, well, somehow it, it worked out. Also, I don't think people are, are giving Gasly credit. My guy finished fourth. He's having yeah, it's basically on, on, on where he started as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. Gasly is in no. the B team as well. He was in the mm-hmm. Red Bulls, you know, unfortunately got mm-hmm. kicked out. But inshallah, he got kicked out. Yeah, future. I saw it on the drive to survive. I remember I was rewatching some of that. Yeah, nice refresh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, hundred percent. Um, okay, and so Mexico- I wanted to ask. No, no, sorry. Yeah, go say what you can say. No, no, tell me, because yeah, I, I think you're about to talk about Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Again, Brazil is textbook Red Bull track, especially of the yep. high altitude. Mercedes mm-hmm. poorly in high altitude, so uh, I think it's uh, Max will definitely win, and Max will get double the point. Well, not double the points, get more points because there's a the sprint, sprint race. A sprint race, so it's going to be very interesting. And I okay, do think so hmm? before before you get to that part, so that leads nicely to my question because obviously looking at the standings at how they are. I do believe Hamilton will have to win the next four races. So if Verstappen does win Brazil, and especially the sprint race, do you think that means he has wrapped up the title for the season? 
can correct me if I'm wrong, but the last, like, the entire season, I think Lewis won like what two or three times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got eleven poles. How much? Did, uh, how many poles did Lewis get? Two, three. So it's highly unlikely. Red, uh, mm-hmm. Brazil should go to Red Bull, hundred percent. They should go to Max because Max is definitely the faster driver um, out of Perez and Hamilton, and especially mm-hmm. he, he's the best driver on the grid right now. I think it just it will depend on Saudi. I think Qatar as well and Abu Dhabi. But I, I think he has to win four for for me to be comfortable to say Hamilton could still win. So even if you say Qatar Saudi, he wins two. I don't think that's enough for him to win. Let's say Verstappen was to finish second in all those races. Yeah, and also Max, he, he did win in uh, Abu Dhabi. I I don't I don't exactly exactly remember when. So he does have the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it literally comes down to the last three tags. But yet again, no one raced in Qatar and Saudi Arabia. So I guess it, it just depends on individual brilliance and also on the strategy taken by both rivals. Like, I don't know why people say, oh, Mercedes is definitely the slower car because they're implying that Lewis can only win in a faster car. So that argument uh, is flawed. But also, there's only one point separating uh, both of them. It's, it, it's incredibly close. I just think Mercedes was nerfed because last last season their car was the fastest car in history. Like the mm-hmm. way you fucking turned at 300 kilometers per hour, it was unheard of. That's mm-hmm. why they banned the uh, I forgot what's it called, the one steering wheel, the DAS. There you go. Okay, okay. I just think it was nerfed, but I don't know, man. Let's see. It's just gonna be exciting, mm-hmm. and I'm sad that the season will end in one month. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's going to be exciting. And so, I mean, close, like you said, I think the way it's looking, the sapling is looking like sort of way. But I mean, you know, uh, with the championship pedigree, obviously, Hamilton has, you can never rule him out. You remember, I remember he made that good comeback last time when they had the break and then he came back from the summer and won like every race for the next. So, you really never know what can happen. And I think, uh, obviously, so people who say Hamilton can only win in the fastest car, the argument is flawed because you've already seen previously he's won every year without the fastest car on the grid. So. He's like, we can go back to 2008, we can go back to other years, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, regards, yeah, so, um, yeah, we I can think... go back to the Red Bull days, the dominant days of Red Bull back in the early 2010s, or so even Ferrari, exactly. but they were nowhere as dominant as the Turbo era. The Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah, and that's the fact. I think, I think that's the argument that people need to make rather because I, I think when people try to say Hamilton can only win the Oscar, it's just not true. But if you want to say that Hamilton drove in the most dominant era of like a car i think that's a fair argument because obviously like you said with the last year mercedes they broke records that you had heard of from before so completely those are fair arguments but i don't know i think it's more like we've talked about in previous uh episodes i think they, they just don't like the person who wins a lot so it is what it is we've seen it with previous yeah. champions so it, it is what it is yeah i guess they they want to change but i guess also why lewis has haters just sometimes he just sounds so ignorant like Bro, like, why are you, about are you talk about the Paris situation? Yeah, like Lewis no. was getting triggered that he was getting booed. Like, dude, obviously, if if you go to um to uh, to the Mexican Grand Prix and like basically talk shit about the Mexican driver who made history, saying, "Oh yeah, Chico, Chico uh, is behind me because because of the car," you're basically saying he's a trash driver and the car carried him. Like, bro, you cannot say these things, especially as a seven-time champion. Especially that you know you're the champion of the voices of the voice. Motivation I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But I want to use the same scenario. You remember Verstappen in uh, qualifying what he said about Sonoda as well in the situation. Would you not say yeah. a similar thing? It can be applicable to 
shouldn't Verstappen not say what he said about? Did you hear the radio uh, thing that was? Yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I I don't like Max. I literally do not like Max. But the thing oh, is, you okay. you cannot compare a twenty-two year old to a seven-time world champion. You know. Okay, you think there should be different standards in that regard? Okay, because. Yeah, how does Lewis, 34, 30? No, not 36. Oh, yeah, he's in, he's in his 30s. He's in his 40s. You cannot compare. You literally cannot compare the two. And Max, he is hot-headed. Likewise with Toussaint. Remember Toussaint, the swearing, like every single race. Mm. And I guess it happens. Like, imagine you're fighting for the championship and then something unfortunate happens with your B team. Obviously, you'll get mad. There are so many uh, instances where uh, drivers insulted their engineers, insulted other drivers. It just it happens. It's literally the heat of the moment. Of the moment. No, I agree with you. And then, yeah, I guess, well, well actually, no, your point was uh, you don't know why Hamilton was surprised he got booed at Mexico, correct? No, it, no my point is just, I guess, he's just so, he used to show sportsmanship and he cannot question or his fans cannot talk shit about the Mexican fans when he literally just, uh, again, he threw Chico under the bus, basically saying okay. he's a slow driver, even though he's very talented. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Well, that's pretty much it. I'm very excited to Brazil, especially the um, sprint race. It's it's mm-hmm. the, I think it's it's the third sprint race and the yeah, last the third one. Of the season. Yeah. And I oh, think is only three this year? I thought, we're not doing four. Is it three or four sprint races? I'm not. Yeah, I think Brazil is the last one, unless in the next. Okay. Week, if next Brazil week, is the last one. I think this will be the last question I ask before we close up. What gotcha. do you think of the sprint race so far? Like, have you liked it? Do you want it to be something that continues? Or I mean. I don't want to be a traditionalist because it, if I said no, I like the old qualifying. It's the same concept of no, I like the old cars. No, I like the old technology when the cars literally change. I do like the old. I do like the old cars though. They sounded better. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, you know, everything was better. If I fit it. Too, but like, the sports changes, man. It really I'm does. Just, I think it's it's interesting. I just wish they give lower teams more points because. Sprint race, it's only 10 laps, and obviously it, it favors the It favors top. the best teams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but do you think do you think the sprint race will be different with obviously the new regulations that are coming next year where their cars should be more equal? Do you think then it should be more a fairer show? If they if they introduce it, because obviously this season they put the three sprint races because they wanted to test it out. And I'm sure over over the break, over the five-month break that, you know, experienced talented, intelligent FI directors were fucking idiots, <laughs> obviously being sarcastic. They will find a way to make it, to, to, to cater the lower teams, you know? Okay, okay. And I think it will be fairer with equal equal cars. Okay, that sounds good. No, I, think, yeah, I, I agree. Think it, I agree with you. I think, I think the spring race is interesting. I mean, we'll have to see. Um, I'm still half and half on it. Like, I don't know. I think I agree with your point. I think there definitely has to be more incentive for the smaller teams because really and truly, this just gives more benefits to the best cars on the grid. So at this moment of time, I think it needs to be a fair reflection. And in the end of the day, it can end up harming you more for the actual race because what if you have an accident, like I remember Perez did in one of the other ones, and he ended up harming his next race. So it has its positives and negatives, but I really think unless you're the top two teams, it's really a waste of your time because you really don't get any benefit to actually participate in this race. So that's the thing, my main criticism of it, but yeah. Hopefully they improve it and, you know, they cater to the lower teams. Like the, the new regulation, the new season next year, they will provide more money for lower teams. They will give them more time to test the product, which is good. They are closing the gap. 100%. But I think 100%. there should be more, more, um, uh, more to help the lower team because you cannot end the race. Uh, you, you, you cannot lap the... The lower teams in a, in a race. I don't think that should, should be allowed. If if you look at 
MotoGP. First of all, that teammates kill each other because they both want to win. There's you no want to win completely. Oh, I gave I gave Paris my broken wing, or please Barcelona for Lewis. No, it, it doesn't happen. Plus, MotoGP is very competitive. Okay. There's a gap of like seconds. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, in the future, we might we might see something something like that. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, and I think that wraps up nicely. I mean, obviously, let us know your opinions of the race. Uh, do you think Verstappen is likely to win this championship? And what do you think your driver of the day as well? Do you also agree with some of the points we talked about with the regulations and new rules? And do you also enjoy the spin race? And let us know your opinions. Uh, that episode should be put. Po- oh, yeah. No, uh, before I say what that episode should be posted go. on Spotify. And then go. What do you want to say? Because remember, we also talked about Gasly. I think Paris only won because he made history. If it wasn't for him making history, I think Gasly. You think Gasly would have won? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Pete I, I, I He's having an incredible season. 100%, 100%. I agree completely. And he and and he beat both McLarens, both Ferraris. Obviously, you cannot beat, you know, the Red Bull and the Mercedes, you know, Lewis Hamilton. All right. And we have to shout out Raikkonen, Alonso, and Vettel all finished 7, 8, 9, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. But, obviously, like, comment, share, subscribe, and thank you for watching.